0: And now, Consumer Talk featuring Wendy Nola. 11 minutes past two. Welcome back to Cape Talk. And thank you for tuning in today. Bianca in for uh, got a little fanfare after that. <laughs> and it's a warm welcome to Wendy Nola. Thanks, Bianca. On Women's Day, you and me. Absolutely. And the generally. women are here in full force. And happy Women's Day to you, you indeed. Uh, you may not be into tapping your smartphone uh, to pay for things at checkout, but fraudsters certainly are. Uh, and using your credit card details to do it. Uh, so cases of this form of fraud are skyrocketing. I'm very interested in our topic today, Wendy, because I use my... My um, card to pay, on my iPhone to okay. to pay for so, things, and and, and 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 I think that it's going to get more and more popular because I mean is. when I was in Singapore a couple of years back, you could, everything is paperless. You have yeah. to tap. So nobody's with, with. taking
1: out their credit card no. and inserting them or tapping them. They're actually just holding their phones up to a reader exactly. at the paper. Okay. So that's called near field communication technology, NFC. NFC. Okay, and it's essentially, as you said, it's Google Pay, it's Apple Pay, it's Snap Samsung scan. Pay. It's no. it's yeah, um, they're all forms of digital wallet, and yeah, when you see someone holding their phone uh, uh, to scan at a pay point rather than producing a card and. Inserting or tapping, that's what they're doing. But the thing is, it could well be a fraudster that you see doing that. So he's using his phone, paying for his groceries, but his digital wallet is linked not to his credit card, but to someone that he's defrauded. And we'll get to how they do that. So this is a different kind of tapping tapping scan a scam rather, uh, scanning to scam, Um, Mm. then what we've spoken about uh, and what many listeners are worried about and that is that you've got this um, Wi-Fi technology on your phone, this so-called tap and go, which grew in popularity during COVID. Mm. A lot of people who were sceptical about it and worried about theft got over that because their bigger fear was getting COVID, which Turned out to be a, a totally um, exaggerated threat because we got COVID through breathing, not through touching things. But be that as it may, mm. um, we you said we someone's come through with a story about that. So that is, there's a 500 rand, just to get this one out of the way, this form of tapping is a, there's a 500 rand limit that local banks put on purchases that you don't need to insert your card, you just get to, yes, to tap it on the, on the machine, yes, um, and uh. After so, so, if it's more than 500 rand, you need to uh, put a pin in, and that's said to be a deterrent to to criminals yes. because you know they can't. But I had a case recently where somebody um, uh, last or had their card stolen. He didn't know, um, and the thief went to a certain shop here in Cape Town, um, and in this repeatedly five times spent. Um, 500 rand. Ah, over and Look, over. Just under 500 rand. Yes, exactly. So that it, he didn't have to put the pin in. And then, and the bank said, after however many times, must be five. Yeah, after five times, then you need to put the pin in. So it's not just 500 rand that you'd risk if that happens and the person goes to a shop that's going to not ask any questions of that very strange behavior. I'd say. Um, it's, it's potentially, certainly in this guy's Case it was 2,500 rand. Oh, I got terrible. involved, the bank gave him his money back. But so that's that's the danger there. That the form that form of fraud, though, I have to say before people panic, um, is very um, low, it's relatively small numbers. And the thing is that in, with most banks, there's just one, I think it's f that doesn't allow you to disable that technology. If you want to put in your PIN every time, so that's, if somebody does get your card, they can't get away with any money unless they have your PIN. Oh, you can disable You can that. disable it unless you're with FNB. Okay. They don't allow you to, to disable it. So oh, all f you could have an older card that doesn't have it, but enabled, but um, it doesn't have that technology. But newer cards come with it and you don't have a choice. It is tap. Enabled. Okay, so that's not what we're talking about today. We're no. talking about a, a scenario that has come to the Banking Ombudsman of South Africa's attention very recently. She put out an alert, did Rihanna Steyn last week. I did cover it, I spoke about it with Bruce Whitfield, but I'm really, last Wednesday, but I really think that I want to get this to a, as wide an audience as possible, yeah. people who haven't heard about this, because the numbers are really scary, Bianca. She says, um, her office is, has handled, and it's probably a bit more, in the last since last week, 124 complaints of this form of fraud. Most of them are still under investigation, with r- losses running into the millions. There's the the um, warning says the fraudsters are doing their smartphone tapping to pay in mostly foreign destinations such as Dubai, France, and Spain. Hmm. This is why we, while the victims in South Africa are sleeping, if you think about the time difference in some ah, cases. I and, see. well, France and Spain, not so much, but Dubai, certainly they're four hours ahead of us. So this is a, one of the things I want to say is this is – another reason why you really need to be on top of your SMSs that you're getting from your bank that tells you what's coming into and out of your account so that you can raise the alarm. Because once these fraudsters have linked their smartphone or tablet or whatever the case may be to your credit card details, they just need to link it once. And we're going to talk about how they do that and how you can prevent yourself Um, save yourself from becoming a victim of this. Once they've linked it once, they can go spending. And it's only when the um, customer starts getting these SMSs and going, but I didn't spend whatever in Dubai or whatever the case may be. And there will be local cases as well. Does the bank lock that card? And everything after that becomes... um, their
0: liability and responsibility to pay back to you. It's so true what you're saying. We get bombarded with texts, sales texts, yes. and all sorts of information. Never mind you the fact that we're all them. on WhatsApp all the time, so we don't often don't check our texts. It's you're so right. important to, you know, be thorough yes. uh, with with checking so, those so texts.
1: Go to your phone setting. If you you know ask someone techie in your circle to help you, so that I would say you should get a ping or a banner or something that tells you that um, when you get an SMS. I mean, I know we've got spam and everything, but I can't think of another way um, to stop this. Because remember, the, the fraud we've, we've spoken about a lot, and I've warned about a lot, is when somebody phones you. They've, they've got your banking details from the deep dark web, but what they don't have is your as a one time pin that they need from you in order to make a purchase, right? So they'll line up a purchase, and then they'll phone you and pretend to be from your uh, um, your, your bank's fraud division. And say, "Oh, we've noticed there's a big fraud about to happen. We need your help in stopping it." And they trick you into what happens is they they um, make the purchase, and the one-time pin gets sent to you. it's linked to that to your bank account It gets sent to you, right? And then they phone you up and they want you. They need that number, that one-time pin, and they somehow trick you. And they say, one one in one case, this woman said. They want. They said they needed to verify my voice. So I need to read that particular message. I mean, all such nonsense. But now they've word. got you a bit panicked and thinking it's it's fraud. But in those in those cases, and there are many of them too, they need. They can only make one purchase, okay? Uh, pretty much, I think.
2: Mm. Um,
1: whereas with this, when they're actually linking your credit card details to their Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, whatever Google Pay. They can carry on until you notice it until or maybe the bank's wide awake fraud department notices and thinks this
0: is very strange. Mm. Um, this is a very strange pattern. And it happens so quickly. I just want to remind our listeners of our numbers. If you have a question or you've had an experience like this, we'd really love to hear from you. You can call us on O two One Four Four Six O Five Six Seven or WhatsApp us on O seven two five six seven one five six seven. Shall we listen to that voice note now, Wendy? Just yes. to hear what they what the question was. Let's listen to that voice note, please, Obi.
3: I have stopped doing this tap um, facility on my card because uh, I had my debit card in my office. A person came in fraudulently saying that they were a parent of some of my students. And uh, as soon as I exited my office I understand that they went to um, my wallet, took out my card and uh, then disappeared and then went down Fortrekker road buying things by tapping on my card so i stopped that facility i think that uh, one has to be so careful and uh, i learned the hard way it's russ from thornton thanks so much
0: thanks for that voice note Russ. yes
1: so that's what we're talking about that's a different form of tapping um Uh, banking fraud or banking fraud via tapping. They actually have their physical card in their hand and they're tapping as if they're you, knowing that up to 500 rand purchases of up to 500 rand won't trigger um, the need for a pin. Um, But, yeah. So this one. So the, the question is, how do they then get to link these fraudsters, their smart devices to create a digital wallet on their phone with your banking details instead of theirs. Um, so there has to be a one-time linkage, right? So they send victims and so they're not going to phone you for this. No. Like they do with that other one. We're from the fraud department and, they, you know, they're wanting you to read out your, your one-ton pin from your With your voice. From your payments. <laughs> you know, they'll they'll fake it at Standard Bank or Ned Bank. Mm. You, Oh, no, they don't fake it. Sorry, it's genuinely coming from your bank, but they want—they need you to read it out to them so they can you know, go ahead and make that purchase. In this case, they send what look like genuine SMSs or links to legitimate entities such as the post office, voter books, and many courier services because so many people are expecting parcels either from the post office and more increasingly from a courier service. Mm. So if you think about it, they get their timing right and you are expecting a parcel. You're quite likely, if you're a bit distracted or whatever, to open it up And then there's a link and you have to go on. But think about it. It's asking you for banking details or details that have to do with, yeah, obviously setting, linking your credit card to a a digital wallet, right? If you are distracted, I mean, you might think, okay, I'm expecting a parcel. I'm going to do this. But the genuine courier companies are not going to get a fee from you, right? Or the post office charges a fee at the post office, a service fee, but they don't Ask you to pay it digitally, right? And confusingly, the post office do nowadays send SMSs to say there's a parcel awaiting mm. delivery. Yes. They so, do. so the person, the one um, victim of of this that I dealt with um, was expecting some kind of publication from the states. <clears throat> you can't get here, and he fell for it and lost I think six thousand rand. So, you pay very close attention to those SMSs. Do not, if you send through to a site that wants your banking details, be just. Just don't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, you need to pay attention to the SMSs as well because if someone does trick you into it and link your credit card details to their account and start spending, you need to know. You need to see those notifications from your bank to alert yourself to the fact that someone else is merely spending on your credit card.
0: I, I what are they sh- doing it? Are they taking a stolen credit card and or, no,
1: huh? no? How so they- if
0: you think about it, in order to create a
1: digital, you said you use digital, digital, yes, wallet. So yes, you I would have had to link way back when you did that. You linked your credit card details to it.
0: Yes, yes. So that's
1: what they're doing. They're mm. doing a credit card linkage, but they're doing it with your details.
0: Mm, but mm. but as
1: a security thing, the banks require you to. Authenticated via that linkage for want of a better word. Yes, with that and that's so one time pin. So right, they're sending right. you a fake prompt. I understand. Yeah. Pre- pretending it's from the post from from wherever that you might be expecting some service from. Exactly. And then you go into it. And the numbers are quite staggering. Um uh, here, uh, one of the. Uh, yes, there could be a mitigating factor if the bank doesn't act fast enough after you've stopped the card. Then all those fraudulent um, ones are for, for the bank's account, as I said. So you've got to watch those those SMSs. But um, Rihanna Stein, the banking ombudsman, says that her office instructed one bank to refund their client a 600,000 Rand payment made wow. with her card details in Dubai while she was in Johannesburg blissfully unaware because um, I think in that case it was one of those that didn't act um, fast enough but um, they are engaging with the ombuds office is engaging with the banks to find solutions but in the meantime the message is if this has happened to you and your bank has refused to refund you log a complaint with the ombudsman for banking services just google ombudsman for banking services it's a free service you've got nothing further to lose so that's the advice, um, but more critically, just don't don't fall for that linkage, that fake linkage thing, um, because the the numbers are absolutely huge. I put some in my notes. Let's see here. One major bank, which yeah. the Ombuds is not naming, has confirmed to the Ombuds office that almost five and a half thousand. Of its clients, Think about that. Five and a half thousand of its clients have fallen victim to, the, to this fraud this year alone. There were some last year as well, but it's really ramped up this year. With their losses of just one bank, one bank's customers, 6.5 million rand. And apparently the victims are all demographics, all walks of life, all income levels, men, women. There isn't a single
0: demographic. So the scam is hitting people. Randomly, or across anyone with a credit if, card, I would imagine. Or, so, you know, what happens if someone steals your cell phone? Then can they, they can well, also access your cards? Because there, there are um, um, pop,
1: um, pins. Fa- face recognition and pins and all that kind of thing. But, but yeah. if you
0: know your way around, you know, you know, a phone, there might be ways of accessing uh, it just from someone yeah, stealing your way, phone. again,
1: okay. Oh, then, how are you going to check your SMSs? Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so it's complicated. The Let's first thing. Sorry, can to, I just yeah. jump in there? The yeah. first
1: thing to do, though, if your bank get, your phone gets stolen is not think, oh dear, my iPhone, let me phone my insurer, is to call. phone your bank.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, phone your bank immediately. They do ac- access bank apps, and that's your biggest risk of having your phone stolen. So, that's the very first yeah. thing you must do. And these
0: days, you can actually cancel your cards yourself online, yeah. block you just your cards, immediately. go onto immediately. a laptop yeah. or.
1: Um, pc or whatever other device and, and you have and cards. do that but that really must be your first thing before you're unsure yeah I, I i i must say that is
0: that is a worry
1: or your cell phone networks bank first
0: bank first then your cell phone yes. network okay yes. so here's a voice note let's see what this whatsapp uh, says
2: hi yeah um good subject i had just got a new Absa card and i went for a surf at pakalolo and there was a guy there with his wetsuit half down and his surfboard. That was all that was left. And he had a Jimmy Jeep, which had been stolen while he was surfing. And he had a Nedbank, three Nedbank cards because he'd just been appointed in a high position. And I helped him because he didn't remember his wife's phone number. So I helped him phone her on Facebook. And I helped him with the police and everything. And then I warned him. Um, I said, you need to cancel all those cards. So he said, "No, I'm Nedbank private client. And I said, listen, they're going to steal your money. They, and what they actually did, he didn't listen to me. And they stole 50 grand from each card. Apparently, they use the Yoko machine or the Corker machine. Apparently, these people live in Dimnoon. And they basically uh, take your SIM out, and they override the limit. And then they just suck your cards dry. So I immediately went back to the bank and cancelled the tap facility.
1: Well, that's an interesting one. I haven't heard of the, those huge amounts, but if, if that was, I would certainly say that the bank, um, I'm sorry they named the bank, but I mean, the bank has limits in place and they tell you about these limits. And if those limits weren't in place, then I, my, to my mind, the bank's liable
2: because those mm-hmm. limits are
1: supposed to protect you but maybe they'll need to investigate that a bit further. That's not the main topic of what we're talking about today with linking your credit card details. Your fraud is linking your credit card details to their digital wallets, but all forms of of fraud are certainly worth talking about Mm. and, you know, as a warning to others. I mean, I think a lot of people listening would just be like, maybe just, you know, cash under the mattress, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) everything's moving. I mean, my children never have cash. Everything... Everything's digital.
0: Yeah. but it was also interesting to me that he couldn't remember his wife's number. I know, but that's what panic does to you. But not just that. We rely so much on our cell phones. We kind of surrender that's all true. our personal details to them, and you're including just, our friend you're not and tap, our, our loved numbers. ones. Yeah, yes. and our loved ones' phone numbers. You don't do it so that we don't have that muscle memory. Interesting. Anymore. My, my
1: mother's in her early 80s, and she insists she got everyone all in a contacts list. That everything's there, but when she goes to phone us. She actually, from memory, taps it out. Yes. And so I thought, well, that's, that's, I'm not going to, don't knock it, it works. But she's from that era when that's what you did. And so the concept of just going straight in, and I'm
0: sure she does it in some cases, but I've often seen her just tapping the, oh, it's quicker, I know the number. And she taps it out. Yeah. You see, it's, it's that same story that we've actually spoken about already in the show. It's we're in a rush. You know, with yeah. this modern technology in modern times, we're just impatient, in a rush, and we trust so heavily in, in technology, but uh, it can turn on us. K Talk, Consumer Talk. Yeah. Call now on 021 0567. We welcome your calls or your WhatsApps and voice notes if you have any questions to put to our consumer expert, Wendy Nola. We've been talking about uh, tapping fraud, not card tapping fraud, as such, more um, e-wallet tapping. Um, We've been playing some voice notes, a lot of sad stories of people who have been robbed. And here's a response to the voice note earlier. I'm not surprised that so much money has been stolen. I will now never, and that's in caps, never, Had anything on my phone and I will never run any card other than one debit card, which I will keep in my safe. (laughs) Uh, You only have to be fleeced once to learn this lesson.
1: Yeah, and I I can't tell you the number of emails I get. People, all kinds of bank fraud, huge sums, life-ruining amounts of money and and less. In some cases, you know, there are some mitigating circumstances. They have in some way, given up the keys to the safe, as the banks call it, but the banks were lacking in some way too in terms of mitigating their losses. And so, um, you know, the ombudsman uh, will, and sometimes not even without the help of the ombudsman, they will um, refund uh, um, some or major portion even of the money. But for some people, there's they just there's no hope. There's 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 no mitigation to be found, and the, the loss it's
0: it's the sad I, truth I, is though we are, we do have the power to stop it because as you say we have the keys to the safe you don't give your pin uh, unsolicited so to speak yes, you know, exactly. If anyone even comes if, to you first for your pin yes there's the if, warning sign
1: yeah even if you are expecting a parcel yes you know as the chap that I whose case I wrote about um you know read it very carefully it, it, and and if it's a post office or a courier asking you to pay money or to something you know that in his case it was a very little bit of money it was you know very low it's twenty four rand or something mm, like mm. that but of course it wasn't it was six thousand rand that he lost they just trying to lure you trick you into in, allowing them to link to link their smart device to your credit card. Uh, account if you think about it it's just the wickedest terrible we just can't things. trust anyone but ourselves things. yeah it's
0: a terrible no. terrible when message. you hear these stories bianca it's just that's why i keep talking about yeah it's things. important so important to get the message out there here we go wendy um f&b is the only bank that will not allow customers to disable tap to pay surely this is against customer rights that's liz in musenberg great show thank you for bringing this to our attention yeah
1: this that's what they told me um I I've did the story a while ago last year, and uh, well, I've done it many times. But I, I always go back and check if that's still the case. And yeah, F and B. I don't think there's anything in law that we can. They'll say it's that's the way technology is moving, and the, we have these protections in place, and and you are required to safeguard your possessions.
0: And then someone else says, I thought the tap limit without PIN was 200 rand, as per most banks' no, website. No, it's
1: 500 rand. The
0: websites have probably not been updated. updated. It's okay. 500 rand currently. Okay, so I hope that that helped you there. But as you say, you know, they come in disguise um, as post office links, as Vodabucks, courier services, uh, and all the things we're used to getting. And that's where you have to be careful. Yes. Or you expecting it. Um, so you have to be fully, fully present when you
1: get those sort of things, especially if there's a link in it, and you're being suddenly required to to provide details. No matter how excited you are about getting that parcel finally, whatever it is, you just just need to be in the very present and mindful in the moment,
0: because the risk of not being so mm. is is. Just massive. Well, that's what the fraudster relies upon—that us not of being present and just scrolling through and answering quick. Of course, and the, and the frauds where they phone you because they want your one-time pin from the bank—they
1: mm. create a sense of panic, and and so you're now doubly—it's not anticipation of a parcel; it's oh, someone's going to get access to my bank account. And ironically, it's the person who's pretending to be from your bank's fraud department who is that person that's about to get access to your bank account if you're not wide awake. If you blindly read that SMS from your bank to them, um, you know, then you've given given the
0: keys away. We have a caller now wanting to speak on the subject. Let's go to that call.
4: Hi, Hi um, I'm Jack Paul again. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was recently frauded via a phishing email from Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it asked for my card details. And when I clicked on the help a Netflix thing on the email, it took me to the Netflix website. So I just assumed it was kind of like a a legitimate thing. Mm. And um, as I put in, when I clicked on the link to put in my credit card, I had my one child in my hand, I just put in the details and uh, followed up with the, what's it, the CCV number. Yes. Yep. And then didn't think anything of it. And then about an hour later, I just saw 2,000 rand got taken off and I immediately googled where the place was from because my wife also uses the same card and that was clearly a fraudulent thing and then as I picked up the phone, to called the fraud department, another 2000 oh.
3: Um
4: And luckily that activated some anti-fraud thing and they tried about another 22 times to oh, take money out of it. Oh. But I actually called the fraud department and said to them, like, surely if anything's over a certain amount, I should get an OTT. Like if I buy something on Take-A-Lot you should get an OTP through my app or via SMS. And they claim that they overrided the thing.
1: Yeah, somehow. they can. They can.
4: And, yeah, I was just so shocked. I said, because it's, it's, um, they claim all these security things, and you're just like, wow. I mean, I'm I'm fairly... I'm fairly savvy about it, and I take great care. But yeah, and eventually they said like they can't refund the money because I put that CCV number yeah. in.
0: And you were and linked I, to the net to the Netflix, Netflix website. That's what that was the deal clincher. That
4: exactly.
0: Yeah, obviously,
1: a, I mean, I'm not a, very ticky, but they could easily, I would imagine, have been able to put a link to the genuine help help. It,
4: it was literally to the genuine the yes, so clever website. But as soon as you. I went back and as soon as you click on the place where you put your credit card, if you watch the URL, it scrambles a whole bunch of things and then goes somewhere. And I, then I realized I was like, yeah, it's like a yeah. line in uh, yeah, so, so
1: sad. sorry. I'm so, that's just dreadful. I mean, waste of your hard-earned funds. <laughs> Did it come in as an email?
4: Yeah, the email. But okay. the other thing I kind of brought to the attention is that like, you never put your credit card details online. How do people buy on take a lot? Like that seems like that's the newest way of shopping. We live in a far out area. How does one recommend you buy something online? Because you, you, you can't like you really carry cash on mm-hmm, you. So mm-hmm. how do you? about buying something online,
1: you well in that case something like take a lot they very much linked with banks and their security authentications etc so you have that protection from your own bank as well where you definitely most definitely are going to get that sms and be asked for your confirmation yeah. you can um, stick to the safe retailers and stick to the, sa- the ones that that have that in place
0: but so, thank you for your call today thanks for sharing it's, sorry about that it's yeah um just awful and also bringing attention to all our other listeners who might receive an email if you link to Netflix it's not justification that it is the real deal so thank you
1: and the other thing that I'm talking about a lot is to always look at the URL when you go even for every all kinds of reasons like um, Wanting to book event or concert tickets, people, a lot of people end up on Viagogo and they don't realize because they're not checking the URL mm. and, it, and they pay to come up at the top of the search. So people, a lot of people do that. So always make sure you're on the website when you're booking a flight, whatever it is, that you're on the website that you
0: really want to be. Click and re-click and keep doing it and especially before you press pay. Right. Thank you so much for that. If you want to ask uh, Wendy any questions further or share your stories, you can WhatsApp us on 0725671567 or you can call us on 021-446-0567.
4: To the woman who holds South Africa in their hands and hearts, we salute you. This Woman's Day on Cape Talk. Join the conversation.
0: Welcome back to Cape Talk. Thank you for joining us today on This Woman's Day 2023. It is 48 minutes past two. We are talking Consumer Talk with Wendy Nola. We're speaking about... Um, e-wallet fraud um, and it is actually expanding the conversation into all, all the kinds. Pi- all kinds of private information that we keep on our phones um, a whatsapp came through during the break hi bianca and wendy while listening to you i received an sms claiming to be from my bank it said my account isn't featured, and i need to click on a link to prevent losing access to my account by midnight scam 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 Yes, well, and and
1: the the part that tells you th- that it's a scam is not that your bank's contacting you about uh, getting your account fee because that's still happening, believe it or not. With, with Certain banks, I hear from people who are rate right about it all the time because they didn't respond and their account got blocked or I when mean, it's a business account, it's particularly annoying. Mm. Um, but that thing about click on the link, um, so anything like, I mean, the, if it just stopped with, you know, please click, Come to your bank, which is what the genuine might, one might do, or they'd send you an email as well. But click on the link, then you must know. Um, thank goodness that person! How ironic, as she's listening or he's listening mm. to this show. Yeah, that's so yeah, well spotted. Don't the banks constantly warn us? Don't give up your your bank details, your one-time passwords, and don't, you know, be suspicious of, we
0: won't ask you to click on a link, etc. So, A lot of us use our phones for scanning, for example. So we scan in personal documents, mm. um, including IDs and certified copies of passports. This is all information that gets stored on your phone and can be used against you.
1: Yeah, you can do a quick search for that kind of documentation, visual search, uh, photo search, And that is a gift to, uh, 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 what do you call it, Um, identity fraudster, um, Mm. impersonator, because if they can go around and open accounts in your names and all sorts of things with that kind of information.
0: We've got a voice note um, on a a scam on booking.com. Oh, no, we're not going to that one. We'll keep that for next week. Okay. So if you have any questions for Wendy... In our last 10 minutes, you can call us on 021-446-0567, and we go to the lines now for a call for Wendy. Hello, welcome to Cape Talk. Is that call there? I'm not getting it through. Are you? Can you? Can Okay, Obi, thank you. Hello, and welcome to the show. What is your question for Wendy?
3: Hi, my name is Gillard. Thanks very much for the lovely show. Wendy, it could never happen to me. I've got immunity. I I'm, could never be scammed, so I thought. <laughs> I'm just tech-savvy, I'm not going to fall for people's scams. I'm a crusty old curmudgeon. It can't, I'm cynical. It could never happen to me. It happened to me twice
1: recently. No. What happened?
3: Tell us, uh, Firstly, I, I had my phone stolen while I was busy looking at it, and then I had to ch- change all my details, did everything. My son a time says to me, tomorrow is the real scam. They're going to send you a message saying they found your phone, located it, and don't click on it. The next day they send a message, we've located your stolen phone, click here for details. I clicked on it, and then I put in, or no. himself, and they got my identity again the next day i can't believe that happened to me he had even warned me my yes it, it seems that if nothing can come the other time it happened to me um, more recently the bank phoned it wasn't the bank it was really the fraudsters yes and my colleague from the next room heard me speaking shannon she said to me, don't do it; it's a fraud but Great. i did it oh no i put in my details i accepted the code so he has a and question this happens to a person who can't it, it yes. To me.
1: So please, please, I always ask people um, to to help me help others and to understand how people are hoodwinked into doing this. What did they tell you you were going to be reading out that SMS for? What did they say it was? And, and, and how did they, they convince you that you had to read out? I mean, the, my bank says in capital letters at the beginning of those SMSs when I want to make a purchase, do not read this number out to anyone over the phone. It was something It's quite explicit. So how did they get that how did they get you to do it?
3: Their ability to get me to do it was my fault. Because I was so confident that it couldn't happen to me. My defences were down because I was okay. not sure it can't happen. So that's they exploited they were so thoroughgoingly convincing mm-hmm. that I thought I'm immune. My immunity would not allow the the virus, into me. And I was wrong. I was caught twice in succession.
1: Hopefully not a third time.
3: But believe me, I'm going to burn my phone before it happens.
0: <laughs> thank oh, you for your call today, you and Thanks for sharing. It's so important for, for others to, to hear this message. I want to just
1: say, in, in a case like that, remember I said phone your bank? Mm. The, what could be faster is to go onto another device and delink your app from your account and all the banks allow you to do this. Um, your, I mean, your online I, banking app. Your online bank. So I can go onto my laptop, for example, if my yeah. phone was taken. And look, if I'm a distance from my laptop, then phone your bank straight away. Yes. But um, you go on and it's it's easy to navigate. But what I suggest is don't think it'll never happen to you. People's phones get stolen all the time. We use them in public places. Mm. The only time the stats went down was during COVID when we weren't out and about on our phone and Ubering and all the rest. Waiting for an Uber is a classic time because you're holding it and you're watching the app and you, you, you're you engrossed on the phone looking to see how far away your driver is mm. and whoops gone and your phone is open because you're using it. Yes. And, um, so figure out... I've walked my talk on this one. Go onto your your banking app via another device, not your phone, mm. and figure out how you can delink your phone from the from the account. Delink that app. You mean know how to do it? Know in advance. Know how to do it in advance right. so that when it's your if it happens to you, heaven forbid, you can quickly delink it because you that as I say, even before re- reporting it to Vodacom or MTN or Cell you need to get. You need to stop access to your bank account via your phone. You need to think as your phone goes. I say your first thought needs to be, they
0: with that in their hand, they can get into my bank account if I don't stop them. So stop the link immediately. Yep. That's that's very clever advice. Here's some more advice from a listener, Cape Talk listener. Hi guys, I worked for Sunlum for a few years back, and it was around the same time when phishing became a new thing. Mm-hmm. Top rules to identify phishing emails are. As follows, if the email address is from Gmail or any other free email account, it's a trap. And spelling in the email, any wrong spelling is a dead giveaway. And grammar. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't notice because I get sent things all the
1: time. Mm. And I go, no, it isn't. I said, but, you know, the the use of English is really bad. Mm. And they're like, I didn't notice. Yeah. So (laughs) that's a bit sad. And I think that that situation is going to... Intensify. I mean, so
0: spelling mistakes is a, a definite um, alarm, but also the free email accounts. Your bank is not, or, or, or Netflix, or any of your service providers are going to have their own domain, correct? They're not, they're not going to be using of course, a Gmail. Of course. Or, so that but, is but a have alarm bell.
1: No, they've got a lot more sophisticated since then. They, they, will. It will say at Standard Bank or at Nedbank, but there might be a tiny spelling mistake. Or when you slash. click on the URL, it'll go become something else. It's mm. like always got a URL. They're, they're not. I haven't seen one with a Gmail account for a long time. That was early days before they got sophisticated. I got sent... Um, One, It was one of those, sorry, you know when they make the the image disappear um, and you don't, uh, it's disappeared. But I think I saved it, a spa one doing the rounds yesterday. Okay, this woman, a friend of my mother's wanted to know if it was for real. Um, Spa with the logo and everything, 60 years. We celebrate our 60th birthday with lucky draw comma through the questionnaire. I mean, it's terrible English, but it wasn't noticed. When mm-hmm. I, mean, I took one look, we celebrate our 60th But I mean, yeah. everything capitalized in the wrong place. There are always
0: clues. But as you say, if you're not present, you can miss those little, those little clues. Um, just a, a caller wants to know, what do you do if your bank has refused to refund you? Where do you log a complaint?
1: You can go to the Ombudsman for Banking Services. They have a team of legally trained adjudicators who um, will, in, in an unbiased fashion, um, consider your complaint and try and find a way if there is a a way for the bank to um, refund you some of your losses, they will. But if you've given the keys to the safe, you're on shaky ground. If you've you've, given, as as we heard from some of our listeners, just unwittingly done that, then there's a very small chance you're going to get anything
0: back, unfortunately. Unfortunately. So keep those keys close. (laughs) Thank you so much, Wendy, for your time today. It's been an enlightening show and it's been great to have all the listeners engaging and sharing all their stories. So thank you to you all out there.